Okay, and what movie did we just see? Which one? Okay, today we're going to talk about Judy and Uncut Gems. We might need to do a little recap. No, here's the thing. Both of them are so vividly, amazingly depressing that I remember it all. I'm good. Just as good. No recap needed. All right, so Judy, starring Renee Zellweger. Fantastic. Renee is outstanding. A+. plus. Right. I expect her to win the Academy Award. I hope so. She won the Golden Globe. She did. Last weekend? Sure. It was last weekend, actually. <laughs> um, so who does she play in this movie? Judy Garland. And the movie goes through her her life. And I had no idea what it took to be. I mean, she was basically a child actress. I didn't even realize that. I mean, when she was Dorothy, she She, was, what, like 16? Something like that, yeah. But, I mean, basically back in those days, for sure, I mean, there weren't the regulations, rules, the rights, proper representation. Kind of like a slave, essentially, to the, the studio. It was creepy, Danny. Very creepy. It makes you look at Wizard of Oz a little bit differently. Unfortunately, 100%. Yeah. I never looked at it like she was a teenager for some reason. Oh, I just had a text or something. It was a Snapchat, my friends being really funny. Cruel and funny. Cruel and funny. <laughs> Here's the thing. We haven't had a heat for one month. One month. It is January it was December. We have not had heat in our house. At the time, we were worried about not having heat for two days. Like overnight, we were concerned. Now it'll be a month tomorrow. Now we're just used to it. We're used to it. It's pretty bad, though. It's pretty cold. We're inside our room with the, the heater going. Yeah, just, but he turned it off so that it didn't interfere with our sound record. Our audio is never really that great. Oh, oh she had a foot cramp. <laughs> Hold on, people. No, I think it's gone. Okay. Why does that keep happening? That was like the third one tonight. You got to eat more broccoli. That's what it is. More it's the broccoli. broccoli. All right. So anyways, back to this movie. Judy, right. Judy, yes. I mean, so yeah, you get to see her back in the day when she was working on Wizard of Oz, hanging out with Mickey Rooney, not to be confused with the other Mickey. Who's Mickey Rooney? That was the guy at the diner that he would, they were having cheeseburgers together. Oh, yeah. So the that's boyfriend. Mickey Rooney, who's, she references later as like the older plump Round looking guy. <laughs> right. Not to be confused with her future husband, the other Mickey. Right. How does she date two Mickeys and they're not the same person? It's confusing. That's a really But when it's a true story, like that's Right. That's why it's okay. I mean, what year was this? Was Mickey that common of a name? It must have been. Anyways, this film tells the story of Judy Garland. It does. Through the years. But the main plot of the movie is her it's what, the nineteen sixties? Mm, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> People, that was not me. Uh, oh, that, if if the mic picked it up, I'll leave it. And if it didn't, my mouth made this, some kind of alien noise. We're a mess right now. Anyways, the movie is in the 1960s. Judy Garland, you can't really say she's like washed up, but I mean, her career is not doing so great. And she has two lovely kids. Essentially, at this point, when it starts off, they don't have a home to go to. They're homeless, essentially. She does not own a house. She does not own a house. Yes, she is separated from her husband, and she does not have a place to go. For some 
crazy reason he got the whole house in the divorce. And that left her and the kids nothing. They were staying in a hotel for a bit, but they must have run out of money. Point being, she needs money. Her only option is to go to what, London and do a, a series of concerts. Right. Which she will make a good amount of money because her image over there, her fame, is much higher. Oh, people love her. Oh my gosh, that's one of my favorite scenes when they're... Um, I mean, it's it's heartbreaking and depressing, but also... It just felt so real when the concert ends and she walks out back. And I mean, sometimes like, you know, after a concert, there's a group of fans standing outside, like waiting for by the tour bus, waiting for the band to come out. So it it kind of looks like that setup. And there's just one couple. There's just two guys waiting for her. And they're so excited to meet her. You know, you could tell they saved up for this concert. It was like a rare treat to be able to go. And she is just as happy to see them as they are to see and meet their idol. So she ends up agreeing or suggesting. Yeah, she says, do you want to go get dinner? They they go out and so i mean it's it's close to midnight and nothing's open and so they end up back at their apartment which is small quaint i mean it's it's homey and you can tell it's one of the best nights she's had in a while and it's the the one of the guys falls asleep but the other guy just he just starts sobbing at one point. And I think it's all of the unsaid things. It's everything that, you know, his idol is depressed and dealing with addiction. And it kind of makes him, I mean, this is my perspective, I guess, but it just... That scene was so powerful because there there wasn't much dialogue. It went from them laughing, playing the piano, singing together to sobbing. And it, you know, kind of a read between the lines scene. You know, it doesn't matter how much you have or fame that can't buy happiness. That doesn't matter. And I think that was a very real show of it for him and the audience. I was sobbing. Jess was sobbing. Multiple times throughout this movie. Multiple. Yes. Renee Zellweger is very convincing. I mean, having nothing... I know nothing about Judy Garland, minus the very basics, but she was very convincing as not being Renee Zellweger. Like, I looked at her, I'm like, that's not her. Yeah, I mean, Judy Garland, I, it's Wizard of Oz. Why am I blanking? What else? Star is Born. Oh. Oh my gosh. We got some aliens going on. Oh <laughs> Danny wasn't me. Anyways. <laughs> but no, I well my point is I always thought Judy Garland was the character that we saw on screen in those movies. I forgot that she was a real person with a family and life's problems. I mean, according to the movie Basically, her teenage years, like what you saw in the newspapers or magazines, were all staged. Like, they had a 16th birthday party where she couldn't, like, eat cake or hang out. It was all fake. 
Yeah, it was a which is really sad. Stage but props. I can see, especially back in those days, how they can get away with doing something like that because. Did it used to take longer to film a movie? I'm sure it did. I mean, because even now it takes what like three months, six months could be over a year. It just depends on. Right. I I could have seen a whole movie just of her as a teenager. That would have been very interesting. Yeah, I mean, the movie does a a good job of, you know, there's flashbacks and it kind of helps you understand the position that she's in in her life now, you know, at what, 40-something? 47, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, going back and forth, but... I mean, this definitely could have been, like, a miniseries or, like, a part one, part two. And, you know, just go through her years. Because, I, I mean, you know, a normal length movie, but I definitely would have been okay with more. Definitely. And spoilers at this point. Spoilers! I was <laughs> completely shocked. Because when she goes to London, I mean, she's kind of a mess. And she's <laughs> drinking, like... Not eating food. Yeah, and her voice isn't that great. And the, she, yeah. she goes she goes to the rehearsal, and the guy wants to go over like the choreography or where she's going to be or the stage mm-hmm. and do some rehearsing. And she's like, no, I'm good, basically. And I assumed when it came to the, the full show, it was going to be a disaster. But her voice was just like... Yeah, she did wonderful. But talk about stressful viewing. Yeah. I mean, that was... That was rough. And... It was definitely tough to see her, you know, she had this opportunity to make a lot of money, but still doing stupid things like getting married to Mickey. She loved her kids. She just wanted to be with her kids, but she was, she needed a therapist. And even, you know, she kept finding help in a new love interest and, uh, you know, kept believing that. You know, the next guy, the next person was going to fix her, make her feel so much better and fix all of her problems. And that's basically what she learned growing up. Like, what was that creepy guy's name? I have no idea, but like her. The studio guy? Yeah. Ugh. That was, it was so hard to watch, but, and he, you know, he probably did at first love her. But just fell into that greed of, oh, we can make money doing this. And we becomes you because everyone wants a piece of Judy Garland. Definitely. Definitely. So overall, I think it's an A movie. A. Definitely A plus acting. Renee Zellweger. Fantastic. She hasn't done a whole, you know, there's a gap of like, between like when Leatherheads came out in like 2008 <laughs> and then like when Bridget Jones' Baby came out. Oh my goodness. How many of those are there? Too many. First of all, her most successful films are the Bridget Jones movies. Oh my goodness. Okay. No, Jerry Maguire. Yes, but that's also a Tom Cruise movie. Bridget Jones, that's her movie. Everyone listening. <laughs> or one person you're no, speaking to? No, we have to? two. We have two. Oh, okay. We have two. Um, I'm sure you like Bridget Jones' Diary. The first one. Edge of Reason, you know. All right. How about this? If you have seen Bridget Jones' Diary, comment 
and tell me I need to watch it. Well, I don't know how they comment. We don't have like a, a Twitter or Facebook or Instagram. We Can't have, you like you can review? review? On, yeah, but I think if you've already reviewed from your own account, you can't put another review. Well, I don't think we have any reviews. Well, we have to set up some kind of email to interact with our fan. <laughs> <laughs> we should, yeah. Anyways, the first one, A+. plus. Jess agrees. She likes that movie. She laughs. I'll watch it one day. We, we watched most of it. Oh, bam, Oh, Yeah. And then she goes to his apartment, and he's got, like, another girl's clothes. Colin Firth, Hugh Grant. Yeah, it's all right. It is. Don't listen to Jess. <laughs> it is a classic. It's a classic. No, definitely not. Although it did take me a few years to get, beh- you know, with you on Family Stone. I didn't like that movie at first. Now, got to watch it every year. Right? Yeah, classic Christmas. Yeah. It's very yeah. Anyways, so that's that's Judy. All right, Jess. What okay. else do we? No, no, no. <laughs> here, here are the final notes on Judy because I mean we've already gotten into spoilers. You know, we we've established that her life was not a happy one, and you know I'm not going to say the ending or anything, but I am going to say this: have tissues ready, have some feel good like you know some M and M's or some ice cream like. You're going to need to feel better after this movie. Oh, during. yeah. It's, yeah, it's not an uplift. Watch it in well, pieces if you need to because, whoa. Let's say this. It's not uplifting, but at the same time, there's a nice moment towards the end, her last onstage performance. Sure. And it, then, oh, okay, so it's like they tape your heart back together and then they rip it apart and stomp on it. That's true. They slap some ending uh, titles and like, oh, guess what? This is what happened. Yeah, which probably most of the people know about Judy Garland. I had no idea. Yeah. I had no idea. Anyways, we also saw Uncut Gems starring Adam Sandler in a non-goofy, farting-in-the-bathtub type of movie. It tells a story of a, would you call him a jeweler? Yeah. I mean, he, he runs a jewelry business or owns it. Yes. I'm not really sure. This is a good movie. Especially with the being Adam Sandler, like I'm thinking of it right now, and I can just picture him like think of him and okay Kevin Durant, the basketball player, Irving Garnett. I have no idea. Kevin Garnett. I don't. I messed that up. It's Kevin something. Anyways, he plays himself in this movie, and I'm just picturing Adam Sandler interacting with him because Adam Sandler has this huge. Um, it's called an, is it opal or gemstone? It's a huge like rock with multiple gems. I think he calls it an opal. Sure. And it's Adam Sandler's like prize possession. He thinks it's going to get about $1.2 million at, at an auction, which is great for him because he owes people a lot of money. He is a gambling addict. Yes. But, I mean, Sandler plays it perfectly. Like, he's that annoying, way too confident, just... He gets himself in these situations where, like, I've never been... Like, this is a stressed out... From beginning to end, constantly, there's some, like, yelling going on, something, like, nonstop. Yeah, I had to look away a couple times only because it, I felt stressed out. Like, it was, oh, my God, I can't believe he's doing that right now. And it's like you, you feel very much in it, in the movie, a part of his life, just not disgusted disgusted i mean i don't like you can't it's like 
why are you doing that? Yes. It's like, like watching a car shake accident him. the whole time. Like, he's doing a lot of stupid things. And it's tough because with it being Adam Sandler, like there are times where it like disappears where it's not him in the role. But then I'm like, it is Adam Sandler. Like, I can like almost like relate to him a little bit more because you grew up watching his goofball movies like Happy Gilmore or Billy Madison. And now he's like in a role where people are trying to like beat him up, trying to kill him. And it's just, it's done very well. I was, it was supposed, there were lots of speculation to be nominated for an Academy Award or Golden Globe. No, I don't think I got anything, which is disappointing to me because this is probably his best chance of ever <laughs> getting one. It may, you got to wonder like why he didn't get the nomination, the votes or whatever, how it works. But I mean, maybe he's done too many random movies, but um. No, I don't know. I mean, here's the thing. Yeah, I would say definitely an A movie. But, I mean, it's definitely not on the same level as 1917. We'll talk about that a little later. Yeah, but I'm talking even as, like, the acting. Because when I see certain people, I just expect. Like, I expect DiCaprio to be perfect. So him being nominated for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, like, yeah, cool. Yeah, you better be. But when it's Adam Sandler, like, showing actual Can you acting. imagine? Oh, so the Oscars were announced today, the the nominations. And I just... Okay, so in a leading actor role, I mean, we've got DiCaprio, Joaquin Phoenix. Can you imagine seeing Adam Sandler's name between them? I can't. I can't. And but- so, so that makes you think, like, I mean... It's not necessarily the acting, which, here's the thing, Joker was so good, there's no contest. He better win. But that being said, is it just, like you're saying, is it the name that, you know, however it works, like, he doesn't make the cut? He's not, you know, a part of the guild, whatever it may be? Yeah, I mean, they do a lot of campaigning. Like, this bigger studios will spend, you know, sometimes millions of dollars just campaigning to the voters, like, hey, you should vote for this kind of person. But Leonardo DiCaprio, he's always good. I mean, he won for The Revenant, but he might have been better in Wolf on Wall Street. Like, he's just always good. And, like, Brad Pitt's nominated, but Brad Pitt, he's also, like, I expect that from him. If he goes in and plays, like, Benjamin Button or some, like, 80-year-old man with, like, one arm, I'm like, whoa, that was convincing. I didn't know that was him. So there's different levels. Like, on that grading scale, Adam Sandler gave an amazing performance and if you watch it you're going to enjoy this movie i mean it's stressful and tough to watch and there's some shocking moments that my jaw hit the floor yeah and i was like whoa did not expect it to happen that way which is good i mean i love seeing movies that take me you know i'm off my guard yeah, plus this movie puts you in a world like I know nothing about with diamonds. Right. And somebody obsessed with like gambling. Gambling and diamonds. It's a bad combination. And it's a guy yeah. who gets himself I mean he's, his character, he's being like basically followed by two not hitmen, but like enforcers that he owes, he owes money. And he's being stalked. Like they show up to his daughter's like performance in a play, like they're in the back. I mean, the first thing he gets himself into that, like, is memorable is that he gets put into the trunk of his car <laughs> without any clothes. At at his daughter's school. Yeah. I mean, 
I don't know. It's all these situations are so stressful and you can kind of put yourself in that spot where it's like, this is the worst case scenario. Also, his wife in the movie is Idina Menzel. Idina Menzel. Yes. Which I only know she was really good. Very good. I mean, thought she she was acting forever. I've never even looked up her filmography. I have no idea besides Frozen, but yeah, she was very good. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, spoilers, I guess, this this point. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Highly recommend it. You're going to enjoy it, unless you don't. Here's the thing. It's a good movie. I don't ever want to see it again. No, no, definitely. You're not... No. It's just a stressful movie. But it has some pretty good moments and it's worth watching. Especially if you're an Adam Sandler fan. Just to see what he's capable of. Because he also had the number one movie on Netflix this year. Murder Mystery. So it was a good year for Adam Sandler. We did see that. With Jennifer Aniston. You're sure? They go on like a cruise and someone gets murdered. Or they go on vacation and get invited on a boat. No memory of it. <laughs> it was, you know, it was fine. It was a fine movie. It was fine. Didn't they do that already? Like it was just friends or or something like that. Blended or just go blended. with it. Just no, blended is Drew Barrymore thing. Whichever one has the Heimlich on the sheet. <laughs> that was funny. That was that was my kind of comedy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the shocking moment of this movie. Big spoiler. I mean, the last. You know, 10 minutes of this movie. Well, the big... Okay, the bigger shock would be that, you know, Sandler was thinking... Or he thought he would get like $1 million at least for the Opal. And here's the thing. He might have if he would have got it there on time. I There were so many... Just so many things gone wrong well, in this character's life because of his need to gamble. I mean, well, it's it's insane. His biggest gamble was probably when Kevin Garnett or Durant, I think Garnett, walks in and somehow ends up leaving with this million-dollar opal so he can borrow it because of good luck. I mean, it uh. is so ridiculous, but at the same time, I can almost put myself in that spot where this big celebrity comes in and, like, they say, I want, can I have that opal? Let me take it. It's good luck. And you're like, ah, I really shouldn't. And they convinced me to do it. So, like, <laughs> it's so stupid. It's, like, unrealistic. But at the same time, I can see myself doing it. I'm like, this guy is, like, I, I'm in that guy's shoes. I would do something stupid like that. And then he can't get the opal back for, like, three days. I I felt like it was longer than that. I don't even know. It, it was just chaos. And I could <laughs> feel the stress. Because then Kevin gave him his championship Ch- ring. Right. And then Adam Sandler goes and takes it to a pawn shop. Right. Like, Nonstop. It was nonstop. Very good movie. Very stressful. I mean, the last 10 minutes when he puts a huge bet on a basketball game. That it's was insane. And then when he locks the guy, I, I don't want to spoil it, but it's no, crazy. No, I know. We can't even say. It's just one of those, like, I don't even know. It's a movie that, it's such a big Exceeded bet. Exceeded expectations. Well, yeah. It also, the end, I mean, it's such a big bet, the stress with it, where it takes it like a high place for like where it's like, okay, we're on we're on his team now. We're on Team Sandler. It was a <laughs> stupid bet, but I think you're on to something. And then where 
they basically just bring it right back down with like instantly and you're like oh yeah that wasn't a good idea emotional roller coaster yes but anyways uncut gems it's definitely worth going to see yeah any other closing thoughts on judy or uncut gems this always happens around this time of year where it's like i feel like i have separate grading scales like here's the thing both of those movies a movies i'm i'm good though like i saw them once one and done they're they're just an entirely different movie than we see the rest of the year like at the time you know this time of year when the academy nominations are coming out i mean the movies are are on a whole different level and yeah uncut gems probably should have been nominated for something i mean adam sandler maybe i mean the i don't know if it's original screenplay or what but i mean it's it's definitely on that level but at the same time i mean these aren't movies that i want to go see for fun in july like they're not enjoy i definitely recommend seeing them and they're 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 masterpieces they're great like discussion movies but if you want to sit back and hang out and watch a movie these are not the movies to do it they are not this uncut gems is basically if you could take the same have the same plot with a different plan a different director and it would be a regular adam sandler you know goofball comedy yeah like oh i gave the opal to a basketball player oh no what am i gonna do i don't know (laughs) oh no adam sandler's naked in the trunk of a car what are you doing i don't know you know like it could be the same thing but they're like let's not do goofy it's a real movie and here it is and it's stressful it's very stressful anyways go see it thanks for listening Good night.